You're listening to episode 188 of the Fitz Pro Podcast, and if you can hear me smiling through the microphone right now, it is because this is the first podcast I have recorded in real time since having my baby. So we are back in action. Gone are the days of batching four of these at a time. That is typically what I do. Uh, my goal today, I am currently seven weeks postpartum when, I am, uh, when I'm recording this, is to just get one done get one podcast recorded, not even edited and uploaded, just recorded. So that is where we are at. If you are in a season of life where um, things are different than maybe they used to be and your expectations need to shift, I am with you. So that is very in line with today's episode, which is all about how to focus on less, but get more done in 2023. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzBo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. This episode is very applicable to people in the entrepreneurial space. So if you are here for the business side of things, then make sure to check out my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. And you can either go to the show notes or hit up anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register. Again, that's free. It's the best way to join my signature course, Fitzbro Foundations, which you will learn more about if you take the free workshop. You don't have to join, but it is there for you if you are interested. While you are over on the site, snag all of the free resources at anniemiller.co slash resources. Simple enough. That is where I consolidate everything for the trainer, the trainee, and coaches and entrepreneurs. So check that out if you have not yet done so. Again, that's anniemiller.co slash resources. That's always in the show notes. And before we dive into how you can get more done in 2023, not how you can do more things, um, but how you can do more of what you would like to do. Let me be clear. I want to thank the sponsor of the podcast, which is Legion Athletics. I have been with them for over a year now, and um, I took a huge break from even using supplements for probably four or five years before using Legion. And they are the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. If you are in the market for adding in supplements or if you're curious about supplements, I highly recommend Legion, especially because they are very upfront and transparent with the consumer, which I think is really important in such an unregulated area um, of the diet industry, which is supplements. So whether you're using them to make your life easier or get in more protein or optimize recovery on top of whatever you're already doing from a dietary intake standpoint, Legion are my people. They are scientifically backed, which means that the ingredients and the dosages of those ingredients that they use are scientifically backed with peer-reviewed literature that you can view on their actual website. So they have a 100% money-back guarantee and free shipping if you are skeptical, which I fully understand. Go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y-Legion.com, and use code Annie at checkout to save 20% off your first order. If you already love Legion and you would like to support me, you can still use code Annie to get double Legion reward points. So today's episode, in many contexts, we hear that less is more. You say it in the health and fitness industry all the time, focusing on small daily habits that stack up rather than trying to do it all at once. In my experience, 
of juggling college internships, working full-time and life in general to growing my business, focusing on less and choosing seasons to focus on tends to allow for the most productivity and progress. This is the basis of one of my favorite books and something that I require or encourage all of my Fitzboro Foundations students to read, which is Essentialism by Greg McEwen. Uh, I will link it in the show notes, but it's also on my Amazon store, which you can find on my site as well. It's just a great book for life, for entrepreneurship, for your mindset in your decision-making process. So check that out if you haven't. The book and the concept of the lessons are going to be meaningless without practice and application. So that's very important. It requires you to define what is a priority or essential and also equally as important to define what is not, which I think is a missing piece in goals a lot. My friend and past client, Dr. Karen Norden, um, she one time talked with me about when she made her to-do list, making a list of things that she was committing not to do. And that is so important and such a shift and very, very much so in line with essentialism. You're giving yourself permission to not do certain things and therefore those things then do not take up brain space. You've committed to not doing them. And those things might be very good and things that you do indeed want to accomplish still, but we can't accomplish everything at one time. So it's giving space to what we're actually going to do to move the needle forward where we want to, what's most important, what is essential, and then saying what is not and what can wait. In that same breath, you absolutely can accomplish more than maybe you think in one year by focusing on less in a given season. That is what today's episode is going to be about. That's what I want to focus on, how you will hopefully be able to get more of what you want done in 2023 by doing less again, in a given season, really defining your seasons. This is going to be especially applicable to entrepreneurs. It's not just for those early in business or more mature in business. And in nearly every season of business that I have experienced so far, there are endless possibilities of what we can focus on and a never ending to-do list if we aren't careful. So it's very easy to get caught in that spiral of the ever-growing to-do list. And that's what I don't want to happen to you in 2023. We talked about goal setting for this year in a previous episode, and there will be some overlap with this episode, but we are going to start by identifying one to three goals and work backwards from there. This is not rocket science and this is not new, but it is needed in my opinion. Nonetheless, it is a step that is necessary. We will consciously and subconsciously always come up with more that can be done, always, especially in business. We are very good at filling white space or a lack of clarity with busy work. Having a clear focus, those one to two big goals, a clear focus to refer back to and filter everything that you do through can mitigate the busy work, the ever-growing to-do list, because you're going to filter all those tasks that need to be done through, does this serve my bottom line? Does this serve the needle that I am trying to move? So what are your one to three goals? I am going to focus on business again. Feel free to apply these concepts though to whatever makes sense for you in life, whether that is in fitness or again, any area of life. Is it getting to a certain amount of clients? Is it making a certain amount of money, a revenue goal? Is it focusing on the email list growth? Each of these seems simple enough, but they are massive tasks in your business if you want to make significant growth in these areas and they require specific strategy and refinement as you go. So checking back in, saying we're going to try this, see how it goes. How is that going? Tracking numbers, tracking data, um, creating 
you know, A and B testing of how many people sign up for your email list when you use this graphic versus that graphic, right? If you're really, really, really wanting to grow something in your business and you're going all in on that, it's going to be very difficult to do that in three different areas. So that's what I want you to see here of going deeper in in the goal that you want to achieve versus getting very little done across five, six, seven goals. Once you determine your one to three goals, it's important to look at if these three goals affect one another, if they're in relationship uh, or cohesive maybe with one another, or if they're completely separate from one another. So I could see email list growth and sales or client roster growth going hand in hand. Those can be one in the same, or they can help one another. Email list growth, if done properly can help increase the number of clients you are using. Again, that would be like a holistic view of that. Essentially, you're focusing on optimizing email marketing as a nurture and a sales tactic to help you reach the goal of getting more clients or a higher revenue. Maybe your approach of gaining more revenue is creating more income streams. That's the next task that I want you to complete. Determining goals or mile markers that you would need to achieve in order to reach these one to three year long goals. If you want to reach 25 clients, at what point in the year do you want that to happen? And how many clients would you need to acquire per month? What is the strategy that you're using in order to do that? What are the calls to actions? What does your content look like? Et cetera, et cetera. I'm really, really, really not a fan of just creating goals and like hoping they happen. We have to ask the how. It's okay if you figure out pieces of the how along the way, but we need to have some level of strategy. If you want to have a certain number of clients by the end of the year, like I said, you first need to recognize that this means you will achieve the goal by the end of the year. This is a huge misconception uh, and maybe a false expectation that isn't necessarily, uh, it's not a, a bad thing. I just think it's very common that people don't recognize when they are actually going to hit that goal, the timeline, right? It's not in month month. It's not in month one. So how many clients do you need to attain, like I said, on a monthly or quarterly basis? Uh, are there going to be big launches? You know, what is your business model? Do you have rolling enrollment where people can, or open enrollment where people can join any time? Are we doing pushes? Like what is the strategy to get the number of clients that you are wanting to get? What is the plan? What is the marketing strategy? We can't just wish for these things to happen or say that they are going to happen and expect them to without any tactics in place, without a roadmap of some kind. The same thing goes with email list. So where are the email subscribers coming from? How many do you need to gain per week or per month? How do you plan to do that? What other audience pool are you pulling from to get people to then join your email list? We want to make sure that the goals and the numbers that you are choosing are feasible with the audience size that you currently have to work with. So same with, you know, you could apply that to the you want to grow to X amount of clients. Well, what is the the pool that you are working with and is that realistic? I hope that you can see where if you are really going all in on these one to three goals while also maintaining everything else that needs to happen in your business, the client load, the content creation, the backend systems that you know you have to run as a solo entrepreneur or maybe you know you have one to two staff members, you're going to be plenty occupied with these one to three goals that you really, really want to push. At this point, we are already a month or two into 2023. How are your current goals going? And if you haven't made goals, that's okay. Like use this podcast to start making some goals. You have the whole year left. Don't think that just because you haven't started 
with some specific goals and some strategy that you can't start now. That's ridiculous. So what strategies and systems are being put in place in order to achieve the goals that you do have or that you set out in the end of 2022? We need to actively be pursuing these goals as well as reviewing and refining them as needed. This is a missing piece for so many people is not tracking and following up with the goals that they create. I'm sure if you are a health and fitness coach, you see this all the time with people in the health and fitness industry, clients that you work with, right? What we, what we track, we can manage, what we measure, we can manage. All of your decisions that you make in your business should be filtered through these goals. And yes, some things outside of these goals are going to demand your attention, are going to need to be dealt with. But generally speaking, I want you to filter things through these goals when you feel that paralysis or when you feel the need to add more, when you feel the need to do what so-and-so is doing or fill the white space. No. Look at the goals that you set out for this year, filter it through that. If your goal is email list growth and the opportunity to expand your platform onto Pinterest comes up, that is not necessarily a distraction from your goal. That might be another opportunity to explore a way to drive traffic to your email list, right? That's just one example. So I'm not saying you can't do or add anything, but simply filter it through, does this serve the needle I'm trying to move? Sticking with the email list growth. Let go of opportunities or other projects that might distract you and think about the way or how you can use what you already do to grow your email list. How can you create content that better educates your audience and gets them to join your email list? Do you have a weekly system where you are asking people to join the email list? What is the incentive? Is there an incentive? Really go all in on these goals and I encourage you to be okay with saying This is something else I really want to do, create or achieve, but that's not a project for 2023. I'm going to leave that for 2024 or 2025, or that project is contingent on me reaching one of these three goals. So maybe something comes up that you would like to create or achieve or whatever, pursue. Uh, It is okay to say, I want this, but not right now. It needs to be pushed to, again, give it space somewhere else in the future. You will undoubtedly spread yourself too thin very quickly if you are trying to grow an email list, expand onto multiple platforms, increase revenue, create new products, and do everything at the same time, again, while maintaining something else that people lose sight of, I think, is everything, all the work they have to do on a weekly basis to just maintain the business that they already have and add new goals on top of that. It's a lot. So all of those things, you know, can and likely will improve if you focus on less. So more revenue might come as a byproduct of you reaching these other goals or honing in on your content creation and email list building. So all of the results might actually be growth in a bunch of different areas of your business, but that growth in multiple areas is likely more because of you focusing on less areas of your business ironically. Does that make sense? So you focusing on one of these areas is probably going to have positive impact on a lot of other areas of your business as a byproduct. So in regards to your goals, what is most pressing time-wise? Is there something that needs to happen because it is on a timeline, there is a deadline? Or what is the lowest hanging fruit in your business? Maybe you've looked at where 80% of your income comes from, 80% of your revenue, and you realize that it's your, it's, it's one of your offers, right? How can you optimize that offer 
and maybe either just let the other offers be, let them do their thing or let go of them. So when I was doing my 2023 kind of objectives for my content and my offers, I had three categories. Please feel free to use these. It was let it be, which is just let it, let it maintain itself. Let it be what it is. I can do whatever I want with it, uh, but we're not getting rid of it. So let it be, let it go as in, I am going to remove this because it no longer fits or is needed. And then let's fucking grow, which is obviously a priority of this is my top priority. What are my strategies? What are my tactics? What are my goals with this either area of content creation and or offer? So those were my three categories. Feel free to use them. It really helped to kind of make those lists, like we said, of what we're what we're doing and what we're not doing. So maybe you determine that you would like to expand your offer suite beyond a service or product that makes your 80%. That is not, you know, right or wrong in my opinion. Different models work for different people, but you have got to have clarity on your business model and what direction you want to take your business. That is extremely important. So once you determine your one to three goals and some benchmarks that you would need to hit along the way. Remember like how many subscribers do we need? How many new clients do we need on average per month? Then we need to strategize, which is kind of what hopefully I've been talking about. What approaches are you going to tackle? You know, what trial and error are you going to use? That could be on a quarterly basis. If you're tracking then, that could mean that you are hiring help. That could mean that you're tracking on a weekly basis. You need to create some Google Sheets. Again, you need to hire someone to do that for you. This will be a lot of trial and error. That's not a bad thing. And I would argue that it's required if you are really focusing on those one to two areas, you're going to do A and B testing. You're going to have trial and error in order to optimize those goals. Another thing people don't do enough, I think, is uh, market research. So do you need to pull your audience? Do you really need to learn more about your audience in order to decide what kind of email list should I create? Do I need to create a new offer? What do my people want from me? What gaps can I be filling, right? ask your audience, use them. They're the people that take in your content. Do you need to hire someone? Do you need to purchase a course? Do you need to invest in your business somehow? Do you need to map out possible strategies to try throughout the year and say in quarter one, we're trying this in quarter two, we're trying this in quarter three, we're trying this or in quarter one, we're trying this. And then based on what we find in quarter one, these are our three options to you know try from there. And of course, leave the door open for whatever else comes up. So Then you're going to review and refine on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, how those goals are going. And again, where you need to shift or change based on that data. That's how we get things done. What's working, what's not working. Adjust goal expectations or strategy, just like you would in health and fitness. This is how you are going to get more done by focusing on less in 2023. If you love this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave the show a five-star review, leave a written review. It is much appreciated. And if you are not on my main mailing list, I have Annie's Weekly Wisdom and Annie's Daily Dose. I love writing them. They are something that I do in real time. So check those out. There are podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every email. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Fitzpro Podcast. Podcast.